Thank you for calling Booby Phone. I'm sorry, Booby Phone? Yes. For A cups, press one. <laughs> for B cups, press two. For anything above a double D, hit zero zero. He's a priest day. Hey, Britt. How's it going? Uh, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, it's going. It's doing stuff. We live in a society. <sighs> Do we? I mean, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. <sighs> Dude, I'm tired. And I think it's heat related, but still, like, I shouldn't be tired. But I am. Yeah, that's, that's a mood. Yeah. Um, what's uh, what's going on? Uh, not too much. Um, went to Iowa last weekend for the funeral of Nicole's grandfather. Mm-hmm. Um, you already know what's up. It was a yep. clusterfuck. Um, I'm not going to go too much into it on this episode just because. Yeah. Super frustrating and yeah. depressing, and I don't want to bring everyone down. So, yeah, yeah. Um, that that was my last weekend. It wasn't fun, um, and it was. Uh, I'll just. It sounds like such a shitty way to put it, but it was a waste of time and money, mm-hmm. and we didn't get anything out of it. And it sounds super shitty to say that, but I, I don't think it does, though. Brit Brit knows the situation. You know what? I'm just going to go and do it briefly then. Just because that way I'm not... like People aren't like, well, what the hell happened? You know? Yeah. Basically, we went down there and um, the drive down was good. Kieran did relatively well. Uh, He didn't really get fussy too much until like... Because it's like from where we're at to basically Omaha. Like we're still in Iowa. We're on the the Iowa side of Mm -hmm. things. Um. But yeah, so we drove down and it's it's like a, if you're driving straight through, it's like four and a half hours. Um, for us, it ended up being closer to like six and a half ish because we have a nine month old baby. So we have to stop and like he can only be in the car seat for like three hours at a time. Mm-hmm. Drive down was pretty good. Stopped for lunch like two and a half hours from where our endpoint was. And then we stopped again for like potty breaks and stuff like an hour and a half from where, from our destination got checked into the hotel hotel was like not great. Uh, it was, it was a dirty, it was, it was dirty. It felt dirty, felt like it hadn't been cleaned. Uh. And uh, it was to the point where, like, Kieran is crawling now. Yeah. We didn't feel comfortable putting him on the floor. In yeah. Our room because that's, like, the carpet felt gross to our feet. Yeah. 
So we don't want a nine-month-old baby walking around on that or yeah. crawling around on that. Understandable. Um, so he basically, if we were in the hotel room, he was either in our arms, on the bed, what with one of us watching him very closely, or in his pack and play. Yeah. Uh, all all understandable. Yeah. So, I mean, there was that, which was frustrating. And then there was just like a bunch of bullshit that went down with um, supposed misunderstandings in what we were explaining. Uh, we wanted to adhere to like pretty strict social distancing yeah. um, safety protocols while we were down there. I mean, what's the misunderstanding that you didn't? <laughs> yeah. At this point, that's I mean happened we we told uh family that you know we knew that the night that we got there we went to nicole's grandma's house and we knew there were going to be a number of people there there were probably like i'd say 10 people in the house okay and we knew that all of them had been practicing social distancing or or at least that's what they had told us Mm -hmm. so we figured it was safe for them to interact with kieran and like have fun and like hold him and play with him and like all that so everything seemed cool we had a discussion with uh my in-laws and basically said hey after tonight no one else is going to hold kieran or interact with him directly within six feet yeah who isn't a wearing a mask and b practicing social distancing yep and that includes you so if you want to interact with your grandson directly and be able to hold him and play with him and like goof around, you need to be basically, you need to be on your best behavior and follow. Like we, it was like we were talking to children. Yeah. But we wanted to set the precedent because we didn't want it to seem like we were playing favorites just because they were Kieran's grandparents. Sure. So we all wake up the next morning. We go back to Nicole's grandma's house and we take pictures and everyone's having a good time. And then we get out to the um, graveyard and I guess caution, like content warning. We're I'm going to talk about being at a graveyard. Yeah. Uh, um, sorry that I didn't say that earlier. Um, but so we, went out to the graveyard we showed up and the second we get parked nicole's aunt pulls up behind our vehicle gets out of her truck and walks to the back passenger side door now mind you this aunt hadn't been at, at grandma's place the night before yeah she had had another like wake to go to the night before damn so she, yeah so her aunt shows up gets out of her truck walks to the back passenger side of the vehicle, which is where Kieran sits in his car seat, proceeds to open the door and try and reach in to say hello. Nicole and I already have masks on by this point. Yeah. Because we're about to get out of the vehicle. Mm-hmm. And Nicole basically has to stop and be like, hey, don't touch him. And her aunt's like, what? Don't touch Kieran. We're not letting anyone touch him who isn't wearing a mask. Like, basically... No one is going to touch him except for us today. Yeah. We are trying to practice social distancing. Which, We're trying to you're his parents. Life. And even not in the fucking pandemic. If you say that, yeah. he's your child. Sorry. Yeah. No, totally fine. Um, but yeah, so 
she was like, oh, okay. Like she seemed like she was understandable. Like she understood what we were trying to accomplish. Like, so she walked off and like, was like, oh, okay, sorry. And like walked up towards the grave site. And then like, we got out of the vehicle and I was just like, oh, this is going to be fun. Mm. So we walked over and like, we were standing like 15 feet away from like everyone, because as soon as we got to the grave site, while everyone was wearing a fucking mask, no one was practicing social distancing. Everyone was like up on each other, hugging, talking, all in masks, but still all up on each other. Yeah. And Nicole's mom had been standing there like, oh, like 30 ish feet away from us, maybe 40 feet. Yeah. And as soon as her sister got there, they hugged. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. Well, you're in the mix of things. So now you don't get to interact with Kieran. Yeah. And like two weeks, buddy. Yep. So my, my father-in-law came over and was like, Hey, and like, I actively backed away from him. Yeah. When he got near six feet and then went to take a step closer, I took a step back Yep. while holding Kieran. Yeah. And Nicole was like, I'm sorry, dad, like you aren't going to be allowed to hold Kieran. Like you're in the mix of things. You've been interacting with these people. You're not social distancing. Yeah. He was like, oh, okay. Well, you guys don't have to stand so far away. And I went, obviously we do because you're not, you're walking up close to us. Yeah. So then he turned around and Kieran was a baby. So he kept reaching for my mask and like yeah. trying to tear it off my face. Right. She's like, this is not going to work. No, no. So we went and stood, or we went, we we didn't even stand. We went and sat in the car. I turned the car back on and turned the air conditioning back on. Yeah. And um, we sat in the car and he played, we played with toys for the duration of the funeral ceremony, which wasn't real long. It was like 20 minutes. Um. And even at that, I think most of that was just like people gathering and like getting around the gravesite. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the whole time, like I'm like watching Kieran and then like looking through the the front, like the windshield of the car and like looking towards the gravesite because I can see it from where I'm at. And like, it's just a mass. It's like a throng of people. Yeah. And um, I was like, oh, this is going to be a joy. Yeah. And Nicole came back and she was like this I was like so this is fun and her mom came walking up and was like so do you you said that I couldn't hold him and blah 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 and does that mean your dad can't hold him either and Nicole was like mom you you hugged aunt in question and like I saw you do it mm-hmm. and then you were, like, hugging and hanging out with people and like talking and my mother-in-law was like, well, I was wearing a mask. And Nicole went, a mask alone isn't enough. Like, that's not how it works. Yeah. And so then we went out to the farm, which is where, like, the after funeral, like, luncheon was taking place. Mm-hmm. And one of Nicole's uncles... Um, well, the only uncle, her her only uncle, uncle, like not great uncle, but like first uncle, I guess you would say. Mm-hmm. Um, 
came walking up behind us and was going to like interact with me and Kieran and I like stuck my leg out and was like, you got to stay six feet back. And he, yep. me and he was like, are you, are you serious? Like, are you fucking kidding me? And I was like, I'm deadly serious. Kind of like COVID funny enough. Yeah. So yeah. So then the rest of the weekend, like, and then no one fucking talked to us the rest of the time we were out at the farm. Like Nicole and I each went in. We one of us sat with Kieran while the other went into the house, and like we waited for like everyone to get done getting their food, mm-hmm. and then Nicole went in, got her food, came back. I went in, got my food, came back. We ate, and by that time it was like four. It was like three thirty, and it was going to be like an hour drive back to the hotel. Yeah, and we knew Kieran needed a nap and he needed to be fed. We weren't comfortable doing that out at the farm. Right. So Makes I started sense. Loading, I started loading the car up and like getting it ready and moving it so that way Nicole didn't have to like try and break her ankle carrying the child over uneven ground any more than she needed to. Because I was loading things up while she was getting the, getting Kieran set up and my father-in-law was like you guys leaving? I was like, "Oh, well I said he he looked at me like with like kind of inquisitively, like he he kind of like looked at me like he was asking a question with his look." <laughs> Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm moving the car so that Nicole doesn't have to walk over on even ground. And he was like, oh, is she going to like try and get Kieran to take a nap in the car? And I went, well, no, we're going to head back because he's got to eat and like nap. And he was like, already? Because we'd only been at the farm for like an hour. Yeah. I was like, yeah, already. Yeah. Yeah. He's a baby. He (laughs) he kind of looked put off and was like, "Okay, whatever. So then I just loaded everything up in silence basically and we got in the car and left and drove back and we were both just so pissed yeah and then we just sat in the hotel room with kieran the rest of the night and we had to we had to sit in silence after he went to bed like we both had headphones in and we're like sitting on one of the beds or on one of the the computer chairs like the desk chairs that was in the room like watching shit on our phone and yeah. then the next morning like we were told like we were told that like because we couldn't fit everything in our vehicle that we needed because we have such a small vehicle so my in-laws were supposed to take like the pack and play and the stroller and our camp chairs for us so we get a knock at the door and we were told the night before that they weren't going to be leaving the hotel until like nine thirty the next morning. Yeah. To go back over to grandma's to hang out for a while before they drove home. Sure. So we're getting ready and it's like eight 30 and there's a knock on the door. So we answer the door and it's my mother-in-law and she was like, Hey, are you ready for us to take the pack and play? Like, are you guys, are you guys about ready to go? And Nicole was like, well, dad said that it was going to be nine 30 before you left. Oh, he did. Yeah. So, <sighs> So then I hadn't even showered yet. Nicole was still getting ready. And I was like feeding, like I had just gotten done feeding Kieran. Yeah. So then I basically took like a two minute shower just to get like the nastiness off me. We packed everything up and we were out of there. And then we sat outside and waited until my mother-in-law got done, like taking the dog for a poop. (sighs) And then there was like a 15 minute interaction between Nicole and her mom that I was not privy to. Mm. Because they were like six feet apart. I was in the car with Kieran. And it was just like, it was an argument. Yeah. 
and apparently there was misunderstanding between like what Nicole had said and what my mother-in-law understood. I don't get that, but okay. So, yeah. And apparently like Nicole, according to what my mother-in-law said, Nicole had a ba- had basically told my mother-in-law, like her mom, that she blew it. Like that's something that my mother-in-law apparently heard Nicole say. Like, Ma, you blew it. Uh-huh. And I don't think Nicole actually said that. She might have said something similar. Yeah. But she didn't say exactly that. But I could also see Nicole saying that in the heat of the moment. Sure. Especially, like, when we're at the graves, like, the, the fucking graveyard. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, how frustrating is it that, like, not only are you at a funeral, but you've already had somebody come up and try to hold the baby and you had to explain it to them, which you shouldn't have to. And, you know, then, like, I don't understand. I'm glad you're wearing masks. Do you not get how this works, though? Well, so at the funeral, before I went to the car, between when we got to the gravesite and when Nicole's dad came up to talk to us. Yeah. To tell us that we didn't have to stand so far away. Mm-hmm. One of Nicole's great uncles came over to try and interact with us and with Kieran. And we basically had to say, you need to stay six feet away. Mm-hmm. And he went, well, do you want to measure it? And I, I told Nicole this, it took literally every fiber in my body. Like every single piece of willpower that I had available to me yeah, to not just like hand Nicole the baby and beat the ever living shit out of this man. Yeah. Cause I, I turned to him and I said, yeah, you wanna, I'll walk back to my car and get my tape measure. You stay right where you're at. He, like looked at Nicole and was like, so that means I don't get a hug. And she went, no, you don't get a hug. Yeah. Sorry. And then like, that was like the beginning of the end. Like <sighs> no one talked to us. when We got to the farm. No one, like hardly anyone interacted with us. Like her aunt that had like walked up to the vehicle. Yeah. To try and like say hi before the funeral, like said hi to me in passing when I went in to get food. Yeah. But then no one fucking came over and talked to us or anything. Like the most interaction we had at the farm was Nicole's brother and sister-in-law were sitting six feet in front of us because we were kind of, we, we kind of settled ourselves between the back of her brother's truck Mm -hmm. front of her dad's uh, like SUV. Yeah. So that way people couldn't come at us from either side. And there was another vehicle parked behind us. Yep. So they shouldn't have been able to get between anyway. So we felt like we were in a good cocoon. So Tyler and Rachel, my brother and sister-in-law sat like six feet ahead of us. And like Rachel was like turning around, like playing peekaboo with Kieran from the back of the chair. And like he was having a great time, but like my mother-in-law and father-in-law hardly even like looked back. Like my mother-in-law didn't say like two words to us while we were there. (sighs) She was just so frustrated that she didn't know how to react. Mm-hmm. know how to act so i don't know you yeah. act like an adult parent yeah the whole the whole weekend was just like 
incredibly frustrating and like nicole didn't even get a chance to like walk up to the grave and say goodbye to her grandpa yeah there was just a massive group hanging around and like that's what f- that that more than just oh excuse me i'm sorry you're fine thanks <laughs> um, that more than just what anything pissed me off yeah like, the most yeah and, it's really sad to like say not being able to say goodbye to someone who's already gone makes me more mad than people actively trying to walk up and touch my child during a pandemic. Yeah. Right. Because like that should be the thing that agitates me the most, but it's like we drove seven hours and stayed in a super shitty hotel room so that she could say goodbye to her grandpa. Yep. And then she couldn't fucking say goodbye to her grandpa. Yeah, it's messed up, man. So I'm sorry that I just took like the first half of the fucking podcast. Yeah, don't don't be sorry for taking out time. I think it's important. And I think we are all um, living in a crazy time that we've never had to before. And having to deal with things such as funerals um, is new and different. But I feel like the important thing here is like, I don't know, be an adult understand when a parent says these are the rules that I set forth for my child. And, um, you know, I think the one thing that people need to realize, especially with kids is we don't know how it affects them. Technically we don't really know how it affects us, but I mean, we're half dead anyway, right? Like Karen has his entire life ahead of him and, we know now that this virus uh, attaches itself to the blood. It's a blood virus. Like it's yeah. It's it's not it's not just like a, a fucking uh, uh, respiratory. No, it's virus. it goes in your blood. Like it, it it gets into your. It's it's more like herpes or HIV yep. than anything else that we have out there right now, and it's terrifying. And no child, no one should have to go through it. But yeah. like, if you're going to put my child, in, I don't even have kids. Like I am upset for you. <laughs> yeah. And I wasn't even there and I want to go kick people's asses. Yeah. Okay. I'll break the social distancing just to break my hand onto your face. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's where I was at. And I felt super shitty that I had to feel that way. But at the same time, I was like, I told my mom the same thing. I was like, if you're going to endanger my child. Yeah. Like, I never thought I would be the kind of dad who would, like, threaten someone. You've also, you probably didn't think you'd be the kind of dad that'd have to dad during a pandemic, but yes. Yeah, that's fair. Um, The reason that everything is so scary, especially with Kieran right now, is, like, because I had that COVID scare in, like, March. Where, like, I I fucking missed out on two weeks of his life. Mm -hmm. Because I was stuck in the basement. I had to quarantine myself from my, my wife and my fucking son. Yeah. And then I've got yahoos in Iowa and Nebraska that are like actively making jokes about COVID not being a big deal. And like them like being like, Oh yeah, you know, one of us might get it, but you know, you, you young folks, you, you young folks might get it, but you'll survive. You know, that's the important thing. Blah, blah, blah. But they aren't. We aren't. Right. right. That's the thing. Like, it's like one of he. Well, and this was the same uncle 
the the same great uncle that had like tried to hug us at the um at the 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 graveyard yeah said something to the effect of like i know two people personally who have it and he was like two people in the whole world that i know and i went that you know of and he like looked he was like yeah but it's like two people i know and then he tried going off on on whatever and like he's a fucking trump supporter and it no matter how much actual logic that i or nicole tried would have tried to like say to any of them i mean there's no talking there's no talking to them they, they are so locked in their ways that they are unable to even attempt to break away from what they've been told by the Cheeto in chief. The fact that we have a government saying, don't send the data to the fucking CDC. Yeah. And the fact that we have a government that is sending out an unidentifiable police force to take people off of the street that are peaceful protesting and not say a word to them, not even identify themselves is fucking Orwellian. Yeah, it's, um, yeah. Welcome to 1984. Yeah. And, uh, also, um, I'd ask when the American police and federal like police, systems became the uh german gestapo during world war ii but i guess they've always been that way huh we just hadn't seen it because we had leaders in place that believed in science believed in uh peaceful protesting as a right as an american constitution like actually knew what the constitution was and what the bill of rights was and like what they actually meant and outlined and like how government fucking works. Yeah. You know, a democracy. Crazy. But instead we're living in a, Nor- in a fucking Orwellian novel that it's, it's just so fucking frustrating. I can't even put into words how frustrated I am. Yeah. Like, I know. I just, I, so for for those of you that are just list like this is your first episode hi, hi welcome. welcome welcome to what you call it that's reed i'm reed that's Brittany. i'm Brittany. <laughs> normally this podcast is super fun and upbeat and we talk about nerdy shit hey go back and listen <laughs> go back and listen like there's a lot of stuff with like midwest aunts like we do voices um i, I promise we're fun we are fun but this is like <laughs> some serious shit and it's like I've been saying like a lot. Um, Are you like from like California? I must be. Oh my God. Um, but no, <laughs> like it, it is a serious situation and it's terrifying. And the fact that we have to say that peer reviewed science has more meaning than a fucking chicken head orange tan piece of shit who was a TV, uh, uh, a fucking reality TV star. If we have to put science up against what he's saying and he's getting through to more people. What the 
fuck America. Yeah. Wear a goddamn mask. Don't be a selfish asshole. Listen to peer-reviewed science. And fucking vote if you have the opportunity to do so. Just vote. Look, you don't even have to go somewhere. Vote I'm by signed, mail. I'm signed up for vote by mail. In fact, I submitted my uh, the 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 fucking midterm election thing for the local government. Read from the future here. The word I was looking for was ballot. That yeah, was happening. I, I am that mail filled it out and sent it in. I have. Uh, I, we're voting on Monday. We're going to mail on Monday. So, you know, vote by fucking mail. If someone tells you that vote by mail is illegal and is a, a way to fuck with voting and it, it, it will cause voter fraud, then that person doesn't understand how vote by mail works. And yep. doesn't understand that it is legal and doesn't understand that it has been done multiple times. In fact, hello, World War II. Hey, guess what? Military, anytime they're overseas, vote by mail. Hey, guess what? Anytime you're going to go out of town, you vote by mail. Hey, guess what? All of Oregon fucking votes by mail. They don't even go in. Yeah. Uh, hey, guess what? The fucking president of the United States, unfortunately, uh, votes by mail. So he <sighs> votes by mail. So is that voter fraud? Is is President Trump voting by mail voter fraud? Because that's essentially what he's saying. And if that's the fact, then he is committing a federal crime and needs to be uh, put in prison. But he needs to be put in prison for a lot of other things anyway, so it's fine. Yeah. Oh, this got real political. Um, um, hey, the kid shat out of the back of his pants today. That was fun. Oh boy, it has begun. <laughs> that was the second time it's happened. Well, we've, we've had blowouts. Yeah. This was, he took a crap in his diaper and didn't, like he's, he's nine months old. So like, he can't really tell us that mama, dada, I poo pooed. I did a boom, boom. You know, <laughs> Up my back. I, yeah. Well, and he was wearing like a t-shirt and shorts today. Mm. So it wasn't like he was in a onesie and it was all self-contained. Like it was like two weeks ago. I was going to mention this last time we talked and I just forgot because there were so many other things going on. Two weeks ago, he was like crawling around the play mat that we have in the living room. Mm-hmm. And um, all of a sudden, like Nicole was sitting down there with him and went, oh my god read oh my god read oh my god read and i went what she was like there is shit everywhere (laughs) because we stopped paying attention and we're watching the tv for like 30 seconds yeah well here he had taken like a massive shit and then when he like moved forward there was enough of a gap (laughs) between his leg and the diaper opening yeah that like it squeezed out and was like clumps of it all <laughs> over the planet. And that happened again tonight. You know, I think I've said this before. We are a poop podcast. Yeah, that's true. We we have talked about poop a lot in the past. Um, boy. You know, it was bound to happen sooner or later. Yeah. So tonight was bath night anyway. And so he just got a bath earlier and got put to bed earlier than he normally does. Sure. Yeah. 
So. Oh, um, buddy. Yeah. Hey, speaking of poop, you were doing a um a diet, uh, an exclusion diet. I have not yet. Um, <laughs> I just removed dairy. Yeah, uh, I removed cheese specifically from my diet. Yeah. Because the last couple of days, like the last week, I've been going to the bathroom so fucking much. Yeah. I don't know if it's like stress. Or I mean, that complained to it too. Yeah. So I um, cut cheese out. I started taking lactate if I am going to eat dairy. Do you find that it helps? Because it does not help me. It didn't help when I took it this last time. So, uh, thing about cutting dairy and what my doctor told me is that um, you need to give your colon like a break. So if you're going to bring stuff back in, you have to wait a week. So like if you were like, okay, I'm going to stop eating this, you have to wait a week because your colon needs to be like, ah, okay, time. And then that's when she told me, okay, now try it with lactate. Uh, Lactate does not help me. So that's a bummer. Yeah. Um, Um, But... Um, I have found some really good butter that is dairy free. And sometimes I'm going to be honest. I had cheesecake last night. I exploded cheesecake did not kill me, but I also have now stopped eating as much dairy as I was. Yeah. I, my breakfasts lately have been consistent. Well, since before we moved to Austin, since before we moved to Austin, we were still in Burnsville, um, for like shit, six months before we moved. Mm. Um, my breakfast consisted of frozen burritos Mm -hmm. that I warm up and then put cheese on. Well, there's already cheese in the burritos. Yeah. And then if I'm not full after I eat that, I'll have a bagel and I'll put some cheese on it. Well, yeah, it's delicious and delicious. So yeah, Um, I'm officially not, I'm I'm doing the best I possibly can to not eat dairy. Like today we didn't know what we were going to eat for dinner because normally everything we get out to eat, is like all the fast food in town basically is like burger joints and tacos or yeah. pizza. Yeah. And it's like, well, mm, I don't think any place in town does like gluten. Well, they, they do gluten free, but I don't know that they, they do dairy free. Yeah. Um, some places will. I mean, it'll just say vegan. Yeah. Uh, but even still, like vegan cheese, I have not found one that I like. And I. What I'm finding is like on normally I would get like a cheeseburger. I've mm-hmm. just been getting burgers. I've not really noticed that the cheese wasn't on there. Yeah, that's fair. Um, normally, I would notice it in like a bean and cheese burrito because I fucking love them. Right. Right. Um, what else? Oh, sometimes for lunch or I mean breakfast, I'll make like an egg cheese sandwich thing or put it on mm-hmm. like a bagel. Um, I've noticed I don't really notice that the cheese isn't there. The other day I ate like uh Friday for lunch because I didn't know what the fuck I was going to eat because Nicole yeah. was like, oh, I'm going to eat this. I'm going to eat some sandwiches. I was yeah. like, okay. I don't really like, like lunch meat sandwiches without cheese on them. And if I'm going to eat them without cheese, I like to have butter on them. Mm-hmm. So that way there's something there and it's just yeah. not meat. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, the butter we have has milk in it. Yeah. And the cheese that we buy has milk in it. Yeah. So I was like, well, what the fuck am I going to eat? So I just ended up making like a cup of white rice and two eggs. So I like fried two eggs. 
Yeah. And then put it in with the white rice after I like cut it up a little bit. And then I threw some sweet and sour sauce in there. And that's what I ate for lunch. That actually does not sound bad. <laughs> Delicious. I was yeah. surprised. Yeah. I, I, so I went and got groceries this morning. Yeah. And I picked up two boxes of instant brown rice mm-hmm. and two dozen eggs. And like, that's going to be my lunch and probably some of my breakfast for yeah. the next week. So I, yeah. uh, I have found that like really cutting the dairy, I didn't realize how much I was eating. Um, yes. and I was like, Oh, uh, maybe. And I do notice it like sometimes, excuse me, I will be like, ah, you know, it's fine. I'll just eat this dairy and I'll have this dairy over here. And like, I'll overdo it a bit. Not as much as I used to. But yeah. my stomach is like, the fuck are you doing, dude? <laughs> you said we were done with this. Bruh. What's up with the dairy, bruh? Yeah, bruh. bruh. Um, but I found Country Crock makes like a almond oil butter that mm. is dairy free that actually tastes like butter. Nice. Um, out. So and it's Country Crock, so it's not super expensive. Yeah, I um. I bought almond milk today for the first time in like hmm. almost a year. Yeah. And Hy-Vee here in town started carrying my Cameron's Jamaican Blue Mountain blend mm-hmm. like pre-ground coffee. Yeah. So I'm going to start switching out and um, drinking less energy drinks mm-hmm. and caffeine, like flavored caffeine packets for water. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to start moving towards coffee because like, I remember not having as many intestinal issues. Yeah. I just drank like coffee with almond milk. Yep. So, yeah, that was something else. So when I talked to my doctor, she asked me if I uh, drank caffeine and I said, yeah, I just do cold brew, whatever, sometimes hot coffee. Yeah. Um, and she just said, you know, have you ever drank an energy drink or like, do you do soda? And what she said was like with energy drinks uh, specifically, um, the amount of sugar and or like fake sugar and uh, caffeine that are in it can basically make your colon. It basically makes your butt go. Um, uh, yeah. um so um, that's fun. That was a fun little tidbit. Uh, And she said sometimes coffee will do it too. Not like your normal coffee poop, but like uh, very intense, severe coffee poop. Yeah. Well, and like I, like Nicole was like super concerned because I'd been in the bathroom so much, like to the point where like I would wake up, have my morning constitutional before my shower. Mm -hmm. And then like, 30 or 40 minutes after starting work around like nine, nine 15 ish. I'd have to go to the bathroom again. Yeah. And then I would probably go once or twice more before lunch. And then I'd go a couple of times after lunch. Yep. And like all that. And I mean, I've always pooped a lot. Like it's just part of who I am. Like even growing up when I didn't, when I had a better diet and took better care of myself. Sure. Yeah. I still pooped a lot. I've always been like a lot of pooper. That's sure. weird to say. Um, you have a mighty colon. I have a 
Yes, and does it ever roar? (laughs) I got the eye of the colon. Wait, what? Hang on just a second. Wait a second. Um, But yeah, she's like actually concerned. She's like, you need to call a doctor. So I called the doctor on Friday afternoon to get myself an appointment. And I realized that I haven't established myself with a doctor since I moved to Austin. Mm-hmm. in almost a year yeah so they're like oh, okay so you'll need to establish care we'll have to set that up so august 24th <laughs> so it's like okay cool i'm having like bowel dis- like like intestinal distress pretty consistently but i'll wait a fucking month cool yeah fine 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 yeah yeah medical stuff has not been great for me lately i actually um haven't had my depression and anxiety meds in over a week because mm. I called them in uh, like three weeks ago and was told that they were ready and then forgot to pick them up. So then when I called back to have them filled, uh, they were like, Oh, we already did this. Well, they said that you don't have any refills left. We have to contact the doctor mm. and then the doc. And then, so I, I called, I went in Wednesday to pick something up for Nicole and asked after calling Tuesday and they're like, Oh yeah, it's delayed. We're waiting on feedback from the doctor because it's like, uh, you don't have enough. You don't have any refills left. And I was like, oh, okay, great. So then I call again on like Thursday and the system's like, we're still waiting on a response. It's like, Jesus fucking Christ. So I have to call. <sighs> like, I can get a hold of the doctor that I was seeing in the cities and see if they'll approve it and push it through. Yeah. It's not, it's not been fun. Uh, getting all of this shit out of my system, which might also be part of why I've been going to the bathroom so often because I'm basically detoxing. Yeah. That's uh shitty. If you will. Yes. Literally and figuratively. Uh, um, yeah, well, good luck with the no dairy thing. It's really some days it's really hard. Other days I'm okay with it. There's some really good uh, dairy free ice creams out there. They are more expensive. Yeah, but Dairy Queen just started selling dairy free Dilly bars, so that helps. Do you have anything fun to talk about aside from like me just bitching about? Yeah, if you have Netflix or um are on the fence get netflix so you could watch this um we watched the old guard with charlize theron oh yeah how was that i i fucking good it is so good like the story is good character development is good action is fucking good um it is just a solid all-around film that's awesome i am definitely gonna watch that sweet yeah um I mm-hmm. guess I have something exciting. I saved up enough money to buy a Switch. Huzzah! So I ordered a Switch last week. I found Best Buy had them on sale or had them in stock and was able to get one through the payment process. I just got a notification that it'll be delivered Wednesday. Nice. I don't have any games for it yet, but that's okay. At least I'll have the system. <laughs> just look lovingly at it. I uh, no, I've got like two indie games that I'm going to pick up for it. And then um, I'm going to pick up um, Mario Kart 
for it because Nicole wants to play that at, in the evening together after Kieran goes to bed. Cool. That'll be so, fun. Yeah, she loves Mario Kart, so we're going to get that. Yeah. And then I think I'm probably either going to get Animal Crossing or Breath of the Wild. I can't decide which one I'm going to get after. Breath of the Wild. I'm probably going to get Breath of the Wild. That's, uh, that's about all I got. Um, should we go to the ad break? Yeah, we can go to the ad break. Let me go ahead and... Uh... It's the cheese. Yes, cheese. We'll blame it on the cheese. Blame it on the cheese. Blame it on the yogurt. Uh, Blame it on the dairy. Got me feeling bloated. Really though, and we're we're getting old. We're getting old. Curds. Blame it on the weight. What? What? Wait. What? Wait. What? Wait. Hey, Reed. Do you know of a podcast where hosts Andy, Evan, and Ronnie discuss television shows that never got the ending that they deserved because they only lasted for a single season? Are you talking about ending pending? <laughs> yes. Sweet. You know, because ending pending goes episode by episode to find out what's working, what's not working, and you know where it all went wrong. Hmm. Um. Do they talk about how like Marvel did, like how Marvel did such a bad job with the Inhumans, and is Selfie actually the best show ever? Yeah, and you know how come so many vampire shows get canceled? Yeah, those are all really good questions, and we should definitely listen to Ending Pending to find out. Yeah, you totally, we, we can. It's uh, new episodes every Wednesday on EndingPending.com and Lunar Light Studio. What? I know. <laughs> um, I'm just going to do a straight read through on this one. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Gaming New Horizons is the best casual gaming news source out there. Your three best friends discuss video games, new and old, to celebrate their strengths, analyze their weaknesses, and analyze their weaknesses. Um, when the conversations conversation comes to a close, I can't read today. That's uh, okay. They decide if the future game is worth continuing or if it's just game over. Uh, you got Ray, Terrence, and Joe, and they're all here to guide you through the world of games every other Friday on iTunes, Spotify, and LunarLightStudio.com gaming <laughs> it's for everyone oh the store bell someone has entered my shop hi uh hi my, my name is Haley rose uh that's not necessarily important but i have this show here that i'm a fan of and it's real it's real problematic but i feel like it, i could i want to enjoy it but it's just i don't know i, I was told i should bring it here don't worry you came to the right place. Let me see. Ah, I see the problem. It's bad pacing. Mm -hmm. Bunch of weird indulgences. Oh, yeah. I think one of the writers had like a fetish or something. A lot of white people too. Hmm. Well, luckily, I know exactly what to do. First things first, we gotta break this sucker apart. Whoa. Oh, oh my gosh, you move so fast. Thank you, I, I, I try hard. Okay, now that we've completely and utterly disassembled this, uh, we don't need uh, this. We don't need that. Oh my gosh, that's the author. Yeah, we, we especially don't need that. Hang on, let me just... Uh... <laughs> okay, now all we gotta do is uh, take all these pieces and insert 
our secret ingredient. What's the secret ingredient? Homosexuals. <gasps> what about transgenders? <laughs> oh, so many transgenders. Oh my gosh. We got we got homosexuals. We got transgenders. We got aces. We got end bees. We also have regular bees too. We tape this up, we give you a new auteur, and bam! Whoa! You fixed my favorite show! Now I feel like I can enjoy it! That's right. Also, you're hired! What? Me? me? Thank you! Well, I guess now I, I can fix that too! That's right. I can fix that. Only on Lunar Light Studio, wherever you get your podcasts. Every other Friday. Every other Friday. And remember, be sure to drink your Ovaltine. <laughs> everyone. Every everyone. Everyone. Except for Donald Trump. Yeah, no, that's true. He's terrible. Who the fuck eats a well-done steak with ketchup? Yeah. Yeah. He's got bad taste buds. I mean, he's just got a lot of bad stuff, but mostly. No, I'm not even going to say spray tans. It is. They're affecting his his taste buds. So uh, started, uh, did a little rough, rough first game just to see how we all played together of, um, the Viking D and D, yeah, basically fifth edition with like a Norse skin put on it. Cool. Yeah, so we'll see how that goes. More to come. Awesome. On that, I have a movie trailer for you. I, I love movie trailers. One moment, please. While you're getting that, um, I found a YouTube channel called Beat 'em Ups. Okay. Which is hosted by uh, a gentleman named a gentleman named Wood, um, from Australia, who currently lives in Texas, and he's like a Nintendo Switch nerd, basically. Um. I, I found it because I was searching for like Nintendo Switch accessories. Um, he's delightful to watch. His girlfriend, well, now fiance Kim, is on there from time to time, and they have like a little show within the show where they buy super weird either Switch games or Nintendo related items from like Wish or Ali, <laughs> Alibaba or like any of those. Mm-hmm. Or, or like eBay, and then yeah. they buy them for each other, and then like kind of blind box open them. Okay, it's very entertaining and fun to watch. That sounds very fun to watch. But yeah, that's what I've been watching a lot of lately. Is is that just because it's like, oh, this is fun and keeps my mind off of like terrible things? Yeah, seriously. Send me a link uh, after the show. I certainly will. Also, put it in the uh, show notes. Dope. Yeah. Oh, you sent me a trailer for Bill and Ted Face the Music. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited for this movie. Okay, I'm going to watch this quick. 
<laughs> oh my god. I'm I, so um, excited for this. Like I I fucking love Bill and Ted so much. I do too. And I I love uh my brain just shut off. Uh Alex Winters and Keanu Reeves. So like the fact that they are back and I mean they've been trying to make this movie for fucking ever. Yeah. And it's been like put on hold and then dropped and then put on hold and then dropped. And oh my god. The timeline shenanigans that they got into in the last two. Ugh. So it, good. It's going to be so good. The fact that like they travel to the future to try and steal the song that saves all of reality from themselves. Yeah. And Ted's like, isn't that stealing? <laughs> um. And then they go to the future and they're both in like fucking they're in prison. They're like, what did you think of our our fucking song? A little dark. That's all right. <laughs> like, oh my god. Oh and death is there. Oh. I hope Station comes back. Station. I believe Station does. I am so stoked for it. It looks so good. Um, it's I come from a small city in California called Glendora, which is nestled right in the foothills. And if somebody says, I don't know where that is, I could just say, have you ever seen Bill and Ted? You know how they went to San Dimas High? I'm literally the town right next to it. And they're like, oh, yeah. Excellent. A rose. Um <laughs> My headphones just fell off. I laughed. <laughs> oh, I had a boyfriend for a hiccup of a moment. And when I worked at Disneyland and he did that whole bit <laughs> when he brought me a flower. That's that's. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I'm going to need to watch the rest of the trailers and clips. It uh, looks so funny, man. Why are they so good? Like, why, why, one, why is Keanu Reeves just like amazing? Uh, I was reading like something about how like he is actually just a good fucking human. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think I saw somewhere that like on. What was it? One of the movies that he was on, he forwent having like a really nice hotel. And just stayed in like a not so great hotel or like in a trailer on set that was super cheap and like gave all of the money that he would have spent on the hotel, like that the, the, they would have spent on the room for him and like everything. He gave it to the crew to help beef up what they were making on the production. I was just. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I, it's fine. Go ahead. I, I don't remember what else I was going to say. No, I, I there was another uh, thing I read. I can't remember the context, but he basically helps this woman get home who was like, maybe she was stranded on the side of the road or something. I can't remember. And then he gives her his personal number and says, if you need help, let me know. Like, <sighs> you're fucking kidding. He's, he's so good. He's like, man. Uh, um, 
Stacy was just texting about this, um, and so I'm going to bring it up and, and switch gear slightly. Yeah. So, so Luke started training classes, and uh, you know, first is like, wait, is sit. he a conductor? Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. I yeah. like. I like the idea of him having like one of those cute little conductor hats. Adorable. Like an engineer hat, rather. Cute. Uh, so he he tickets. Um. he uh you know he's in this class and the first one's like sit uh sit leave it a couple other commands and then Mm -hmm. uh this past class we were learning stuff and then we get to come one called and the instructor says come should be fun I <laughs> takes literally all of me not to just bust up laughing. And I just look at Stacy and she looks at me and like I she like does it, it doesn't click, and then we got in the car and I was like, How many times could she say come should be fun? <laughs> I mean, I want to know how many other people that were there <laughs> were having the same trouble you were of not to laugh hysterically. I don't know, probably me and the 12-year-old boy that was next to <laughs> um, You can't just be... you As an adult, you can't turn to that 12-year-old boy and be like, eh? <laughs> she's gonna say it again she says it throughout the entire fucking class and then she demonstrates with my dog and throws the treat and says see come can be fun <laughs> oh my god uh, <laughs> Stacy just sent me the text <laughs> of uh oh god who is this um uh, Dumbledore putting his hands on his hips. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um. <laughs> hey guys, I just want to state real quick. Speaking of Dumbledore, J.K. Rowling is a fucking turf bitch, but we could still enjoy Harry Potter. Hell yes, we can. Uh, I was talking about this with some queer friends, and we can we can end soon. But I just. <sighs> Hogwarts for me will always be home. Um, Hogwarts taught me that it was okay to be who I was because you always find your people. Yeah. Um, Find your family at Hogwarts. So fuck off JK Rowling. You can't tell people that they're not fucking people. Like I just can't with that whole thing. But it's so weird because she made it a point throughout the books to talk about how being different was good and like finding who you were and being who you were. Yeah. Apparently she didn't fucking mean any of it (laughs) or she, uh, maybe that's what she thought until she got some damn money. I have no fucking clue. I just, um, wow. I'm really making us earn that. (laughs) That explicit explicit warning this episode, but, um, I mean, we kind of did that in the first like 30 minutes of the show. (laughs) True. I just, 
hey guys <laughs> trans rights your your first brit said trans rights trans rights um so she can fuck off if anybody doesn't know what a turf is uh it is a trans exclusionary uh radical feminist um and it's basically somebody who is a cisgendered woman specifically saying that trans women aren't women um which is just bullshit yet yes they are you literally said trans woman she's a woman um i i'm just over it i'm over her being terrible (laughs) um but like i said we can still enjoy harry potter just if you're gonna buy the books go to a secondhand bookstore they need the money more so than amazon or Barnes and Noble does. Um, yeah, when you when you buy used copies of the book, like J.K. Rowling doesn't get any. She didn't get a dime. No. Uh, uh, if you want to watch the movies, um, find a friend who already owns them. Or uh, I believe HBO Max, which I think you can get free for at least two months, um, has them streaming. So like. I don't know if she gets any kickback on that though. She does not. She doesn't. Nope awesome um then watch that shit on hbo max yeah unfortunately do not go to wizarding world of harry potter uh reed and i have both been to separate ones um really makes me sad but also like i ain't gonna give you money you're not gonna get any of my money anymore jk rowling um buy fan art yes and 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 also like read fanfic Hell yeah. Like, whether whether it's slash fic or not. Um, hey, I've read me some slash fic that is very good. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I'm not saying that it's not. But I'm just saying, like, yeah, find yourself some some fucking fanfic that you like. And yeah. AUs are awesome. Like, there are a lot of, like, alternate universe. Try, of, like, try to read your own fanfic. There you go. Um, I'm terrible at it, so I won't. Yeah, same here. Uh, but I'll read it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, is there anything else you want to talk about, Reed? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think all I want to say is thank you to Lunar Light Studio for hosting us. Thank and you. Being our home on the interwebs. Um, you can find, uh, all sorts of other shows like those, uh, like Ending Pending and Gaming New Horizons, like we talked about during the ad break. You can also yeah. find shows like Cryptid Keeper and uh, Trans Questioning Podcast and a bunch of other ones on LunarLightStudio.com. Yeah. Uh, you can follow Lunar Light Studio on Twitter. Uh, you can follow the network itself at LunarLightHQ. Um, you can follow us at what you call it PC, uh, as in what you call it podcast on Twitter. Um, you can follow me at my personal Twitter account at Midwest FX. Uh, that's F X, not the word FX. Um, you can follow Brit at Jenneth Richter. Yeah. And, um, Oh, uh, black lives matter. Black lives matter. Brianna Taylor's officers have still not been arrested for murderers. That's a big deal. Trans rights. I think you were going to say that. Yeah. Um, Uh, Hey, Reed. Hey, Brit. 
Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. And remember, folks. Your belly button is your old mouth. Bye. Lunar Light Studio. Pretty, witty, and gay.